Deuteronomy chapter number 12 and the first 12 verses. Uh, all right. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, am I, uh, I have the wrong passage here, ladies and gentlemen. I wrote something down wrong. Uh, chapter, it's not chapter 12, but if you'll bear with me for a minute, I'll find the right chapter. Uh, I, I think I'll find the right chapter. If not, I'll just tell you about it. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 12 was a another passage I was uh, looking at. And, or, uh, chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I was real close. I was only a few chapters off. Um, <laughs> chapter 28. There's another passage in chapter 12. I was reading along these same lines. Uh, chapter 28, verses 1 through 12. And every other verse we'll read. I'll read the first verse. You'll read the second and so on. So chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will send thee, set thee on high above all nations of the earth together. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. And blessed shalt thou be in the city, blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit in thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket, and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in the storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto the land of season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And so let's pray here. I want to uh, talk to you about the subject of hindered blessings. And so let's bow our heads in prayer, please. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would uh, bless it here today as we uh, open the word of God and we uh uh, examine it, examine these truths. I believe you want to bless your people, but I believe that too often we're not in the way of blessing and we're not blessable. I pray that today would make a difference in some. In Jesus' name, amen.
come to give them to the Lord. That's what this altar is for. That's what this altar is for. You don't have to carry those burdens anymore. There's a light in the darkness. There's a love that's true. Before they close the door, that's what this altar is for. <laughs> A father is kneeling with his son. A mother prays beside them, thanking God they've come. An old man is standing there in tears, giving up a part of him that he's held back for years. Hearts are being broken and lives are being changed. Those who call upon him will never the same the time has come to give them to the Lord that's what this altar is for that's what this altar is for you don't have to carry those burdens anymore there's a light in the darkness that's true. Jesus is waiting. He is waiting there for you. Go quickly now before they close the door. That's what this altar is for. That's what this altar is for. You don't have to carry in the darkness there's a love that's true Jesus is waiting he is waiting there for you go quickly now before they close the door that's what this altar is for go quickly now before they close the That's what this altar is for.
Oh, that's so good. Let's bow our heads in prayer, please. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd bless the, the message now. Uh, time is precious and, uh, and very necessary. I pray that you'd uh, use it uh, to speak to our hearts, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> I want to talk to you about this matter of hindered blessings. Uh, this passage tells us uh, just from what we're reading here about how God blesses his people and God wants to bless his people. Uh, that's the heart of God. God wants to be good to us. No different than a parent who wants to be good to his child. You want to do good things for them. And God talked about here, he says, You'll be, you, uh, uh, the blessing shall come on thee. And then he said in verse 2, they shall overtake thee. Uh, boy, imagine being overtaken with blessings. Uh, he went on, he said, you're going to be blessed in the field, you'll be blessed in the city, you're going to be blessed in your cattle, you'll be blessed in your home, you'll be blessed in the, in the fields, you'll be everywhere. Everything you touch is going to be blessed. He said, I'll just keep pouring those blessings on you. But then he did say, he made some, if, he said, thou shalt keep the commands of the Lord thy God, if you will walk in his way. Uh, God said there, there's always a condition in the Bible. Uh, there's conditions. Uh, the, the, and by the way, the conditions always start with you and I. Uh, if we will blank, then God will blank. Uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that's your part, and thou shalt be saved. That's his part. Uh, ask, that's your part, and it shall be given you. That's his part. So all through the Bible, every promise of God is, is a condition, and it starts with you. Uh, you step out first, and then God picks up the slack. Why does God do it that way? Because God wants us to live by faith. He wants us to live by faith, and it's not living by faith when God steps first. When God gives the, when God gives the blessing, and then you, and, and, and then you tithe. The, the, no, that's not living by faith. That's not living by faith when God shows you how it's going to work out, and then you step. God said, you step first, and then I will take the next step. Now, blessings. What is a blessing? The bl a blessing is this. Listen, it's a special favor or a special gift from God. Amen. That's all it is. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a special thing that he does. Something extra, something special, just a blessing. And that's what it is. It means right there, there's blessings uh, that are above and beyond the normal needs, above and beyond the normal desires, above and beyond what the, the normal obligations. That's that blessing. It's uh, you go to work every day and you work hard and you get a paycheck. Now that's not a blessing. But when Christmas rolls around, your boss gives you a bonus check. Well, that was above and beyond. That was a blessing. That's something he did for you. He didn't have to do, but he did it anyway for you, and he gives you a little bonus, those blessings. You know, there's nothing like those blessings from God. There's nothing like all those little things that God does for you. The other day, I was backing up, and um, I was backing out of a parking spot, and uh, I was just backing up, and I, 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 I glanced, and I looked, and I backed up, and uh, then I stopped about an inch before hitting a car. I don't know where that car came from. And, uh, and I, I had stopped and I put it in gear and I looked at my mirror and there's a car right there. And I, and, I, and I got out and looked and I mean, I was right there. And I thought, you know, that's a blessing. Such a blessing. Uh, it wasn't long ago this winter and I was driving and, and uh, started sliding. Started sliding through a stoplight. You know, when nobody's coming, that's a real blessing. 
That's a blessing. Boy, you know, those little things that God does, those extra things. You know I work on call at night at a funeral home. Do you know I'm on call right now? Do you know Wednesday night church services, I'm on call? Uh, I'm always on call. I'm on call from 4 o'clock in the afternoon until 8 o'clock in the morning. On call the whole twenty four hours, and uh, uh, and so I'm on, I'm always on call uh, for this funeral home, and 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 I can't control that. If somebody dies, I gotta go. Now here's the blessing of that. You know how God orcs that out so perfectly every time. I mean, it's always it's perfect. Now there's been a couple times. Well, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna you know, I don't want to incriminate myself. Um, so uh, in case my boss hears this message, but uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, there, there's been some close calls. But I'll tell you something, uh, it, it's always worked out. And the timing works out. Uh, the timing works out so beautiful. We get uh, in the middle of the night, I, I, boy, I don't get much sleep half the time. And, and uh, so you get two or three calls in the middle of the night. And, uh, Joseph, this keeps cutting out. Do you have any reason why? The deal is with it. it keeps, why are you clearing your throat? What did I say wrong? I, I just You're just clearing your throat. Okay, you want, some wa- you want my water? You can have some of my water. Yeah, just wipe the lipstick off the rim, please. And, um, but, uh, you know, uh, how many times in the middle of the night, instead of getting a call at 1 o'clock and then one at 3 o'clock and then one at 5 o'clock, I get all three of them in a row. I get one call as I'm driving to that one. I get another, and I can get all three of them in one trip and get all, all the same pain, wrap them all up in an hour and a half. Those little blessings that God gives to us. The other day we went to bed. It was late. I don't know. We got to bed about one o'clock in the morning. And uh, there it was three o'clock in the morning. I get a call. Oh, to Chugiak. Oh, brother, we can't just go to Providence. We got to go to Chugiak. And it's the same pay. I don't get paid any extra for driving to Chugiak. And, and uh, so we get in the car, start heading to Chugiak. And along the way, get another call as we're passing by Alaska Regional. Boom, stop and grab that. And I thought, you know what a blessing. Those little blessings that God does. Uh, the other day, uh, there was something wrong with the uh, uh, the tire on on the suburban, and it was uh, it was uh, making some noise and and uh, so boy I, I know I need to get a new tire that tire is not good we have to start looking for a new tire here and and what have you and it was that same day that I said that guess what happened the tire exploded uh, on my on my wife and um, and I, I was I was not there but she was driving down the highway going towards Muldoon and the thing just exploded. And, uh, and so, uh, she called me and actually she had dropped me off somewhere. She's supposed to come back and get me. So I didn't have a car ride or nothing. Some guy pulled over and in about 10 minutes, uh, took the tire off and replaced the tire. I thought, what a blessing. Boy, tires are expensive. That's, that, that's uh, horribly expensive stuff. And, uh, and so I had to get tires. No, now you, you know, you got to replace at least two at a time. And they, they recommend all four and all this stuff. I had another tire on there that was bad. So I, I, had to, I really need a whole set of tires. I got on Craigslist and I found four tires, barely even used, almost brand new, studded tires on rims for 100 bucks. I have been looking for rims, just steel rims for that car for almost two years now, and I can't find just rims any cheaper than a couple hundred dollars. Uh, Tires, new tires studded on rims, 100 bucks. I'm saying it's those blessings. It's those little blessings where God, uh, you know, you, you eat your, the dog eats his dinner and the, and the owner throws him a bone, you know, and God says, here's a little something extra, and he gives you a blessing, like a, a grand piano. Uh, never mind, never mind, we'll, um, <laughs> if you're Wednesday, you'll know what I'm talking about, but uh, these, uh, these little blessings that God gives us, uh, I told you the other day when we went to SeaWorld, and, uh, and all, we got everybody in for free. 
for free. I got it all worked out. I'm going to go through the story again. All the tickets. I needed one more ticket. I walked up to the kiosk to buy a ticket. I stand in front of it, and a ticket goes, came out. Took ticket, went in SeaWorld. I thought, you know, those are the things that God, the blessings of God. We can go on and on, but there's something wonderful about the blessings of God. Now, God, listen, wants to bless us. However, we have to be blessable. We've got to keep ourselves in a position where we're not hindering those blessings and we're standing in the way. We've got to make it possible for God to give us the blessing. Um, you know, your car was designed to drive. Your car wants to take you places. Your car wants to drive fast. Uh, we, we went down this last uh, time we went, to, we went to California on a little family trip and, and uh, we rented a Lamborghini sports car. For the week. And uh, but we didn't want people taking pictures of us or anything, so we disguised it as a minivan. But um <laughs> I tell Caleb all week, Caleb all, that's our race car. So yeah, it's a race car, but it's, it's disguised as a minivan. And uh, but uh you know, so uh, we did not rent a Lamborghini. Uh, are you crazy? Uh, uh, that car was designed to drive, it was designed to go, it was designed to take you places, and it wants to take you places, it wants to run fast, it wants to be efficient. But it can't be if you don't put gas in it. And you can keep it from running efficiently if you don't put new tires on it. And if you don't do an oil change, and if you don't keep up on it, you will hinder it and it cannot bless you. Um, uh, uh, parents. Parents want to be a blessing to their kids. But their kids have to be blessable. I'll say that again. Where's all my kids at? Um, kids have to be blessable. You see, you can't, bless, you, you can't buy your child a car if you know he's going to do wrong things with it. Right. Right. I know parents have taken their kids' cars away and, uh, uh, because they couldn't do the right thing with them. I'm just saying, hey, you have to stay blessable. Blessable. Now, we have got to make it possible for God to put forth those blessings on us. Now, we can hinder those blessings. Let me give you a few things, and I'll get you home by three. Number one, living in disobedience or living in sin will hinder God's blessings. He said, if thou keep my commandments, if you obey, I will bless you. If we do not live in God's, keep the commandments of God, he's not going to bless. He cannot bless you. He's just, he has set up laws and said, I will not bless you if you will not stay in my commandments. Now, notice, I did not say that if you sin, he takes the blessings. He can't bless you. I said, when you live in sin. Let me give you an example. Samson, Samson was uh, uh, called by God uh, to deliver Israel from the Philistine people. Now, uh, 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 along Samson's life here and along his journey, uh, he ended up marrying a Philistine woman, which he shouldn't have done. But guess what happened? God continued to bless him. Now, he went and picked up a prostitute, which he should not have done. But God continued to bless him. And a little while later, he, he uh, uh, had done some other things he should not have done. He ended up messing around with Delilah, which he should not have done. But God blessed him. And, and he started to flirting with the idea of telling Delilah where his strength was, which he should not have done. But, but God continued his strength and continued to bless him, listen, until it became his lifestyle. And once it became who he was and it became a part of his life, he came out and said, well, I'll just flex myself like I always have in the past. And God took his strength away. 
God said, I'm not going to continue to bless you if you're going to keep on living in that sin. It's not going to happen. We're all going to sin. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fail. That's normal. I'm not saying you should accept it. I'm saying that's normal. And, and God understands that. Uh, but when it becomes a part of our life and we say, yeah, well, you know, big deal. I'm just going to do it anyway. Then the blessings of God stop. And God says, I'm not going to keep blessing somebody who's living in sin and living that way. Hey, David made many mistakes. And David was punished, listen, punished for those individual mistakes that he made. But the hand of God, the blessing of God stayed on David. Because it did not become a pattern in his life. It did not become a habit in his life. He was not living in sin. He had done things he should not have done. He messed around with Bathsheba. People and, and because of some things that he had done, he had received the punishment individually for those. However, God kept blessing him. It's no longer a child. You'll still take your child to the store. You'll still buy him a, 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 you know, a candy bar at the store. And you'll, you'll still take him places and get him a new pair of shoes or do this or do that for him. But uh, yeah, he may do wrong here and then you may have to spank him or punish him for the wrong that he does. But you can keep on blessing him until he turns rebellious then the blessings stop. And you say, you know what? It's become a part of your life. You didn't make a mistake. You are a mistake. <laughs> that was funny. And Saul, Saul, he finally lost God's blessing and God handed on his life when he started living in disobedience and chasing uh, uh, David. And when it became a part of his life, he lost it. So I'm talking about living in sin. I'm talking about living in immorality. Those of you that think it's okay to mess around morally over and over and over and over and, and living in sin, and you'll, you'll sleep in more than somebody last morning. And then you'll leave tonight and do the same again. And you don't care. You don't think it's a big deal at all. And it doesn't really matter as long as the preacher don't find out. Hey, God already found out. And when God finds out, he, you say, well, what's God going to do about it? Stop the blessings. You'll back up and hit that car. You'll pay for your own ticket at SeaWorld. You won't find that $20 bill on the floor. Hey, that, uh, the, 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 the extra special gifts and favor, God said, I'm done. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Why? Because you're living in sin. You're living in sin. I'm not talking about you slipped up now and then. I'm talking about you're, you're an alcoholic. You're going to go drink. You don't care what God says. I'll tell you, boy, if you missed Sunday school today, you missed a good lesson on alcohol. Uh, uh, alcohol, wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging. Uh, and God said only fools are deceived thereby. Uh, boy, that, uh, uh, you missed a good Sunday school lesson if you were here for Sunday school on alcohol today. But uh, alcohol is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Stay away from that stuff. It's horrible, horrible stuff. It'll destroy your life. But yet some of you, you go out to eat and you buy your, buy your alcohol. You got alcohol stuck at home in your fridge or in your cabinets and you just keep on drinking and it doesn't bother you. Let me tell you something. You wonder why God's not blessing you because you're living in sin. You're living in sin. You know, God said, I cannot keep blessing you when I made it as clear as day. Do not even look at it. Don't even look at it. Hard to drink it if you don't look at it. Don't even look at it. I'm talking about you're living in sin and you're living that rebellious life. You're smoking dope on a regular basis. You're watching garbage on TV. Hello, you shouldn't be watching. We saw a movie the other day. What was that movie, A Dog's Way Home? Listen, how many, how many have never have not seen that movie, The Dog's Way Home? You've not seen it? Good, don't waste your money. Uh, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, 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 I'm against playing on your phone, but I played on my phone all two hours. It was horrible. And uh, 
but to say I ever seen in my life. But but then then they uh, this dog uh, stupid theme the whole thing was stupid. But anyway, this dog. How many of you liked it? I know Alan liked it. <laughs> that that tells you a lot right there. That tells you a lot right there. Alan and Melody liked it. But anyway, um, <laughs> he has a dog. He says, and uh, Luna's not a dog. Um, now this uh, uh, a part of that movie. This dog's trying to find his way home, and these these two guys find him. These two guys find him. These two guys have wedding rings on. These two guys that, 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 that live together. These two guys. It's a gay couple. That's why you like And uh, you what? You forgot about that part. Yeah, I'm sure you did, Alan. And, uh, and I, I'm saying that this is a kid's movie. Listen, they are pushing this stuff everywhere. They're indoctrinating us. That's why your kids, when they go to school, now in elementary school, they're giving them books that are talking about my two moms and my two dads. Has nothing to do with my sermon, but bless God, it ain't right. Uh, uh, I'm saying, when, we, when we're living in sin, and we're living in that lifestyle, listen, God cannot bless us. He cannot bless you. You want the, uh, those blessings of God? Well, then you're going to lose them. Number two, how else do we lose those blessings? A lack of relationship. The closer your relationship, the more blessings. The more blessings. Uh, uh, okay, Dad and I, we're very, very close. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about it lately, especially working at the funeral home. One of these days, my dad's going to die. And boy, that's going to be hard on me. I mean, my dad is my best friend uh, outside of my wife. And, uh, but uh, my dad's my best friend. I mean, he, we, we talk every day. Uh, every day we talk on the phone. And, and his wife is down. California taking care of uh, her parents and so my dad's alone and so I mean get on the phone with him you better make sure you have a good hour to set aside because you can't you know okay hey dad look I got to get going he goes yeah then earlier I was uh, you know, it blows right over he just talks and talks and, talks, and, uh, and I love him to death but you know uh, my dad and I are really close really close and uh, you know called me up sometime the other day called, hey I put a hundred bucks in your account I said, okay, what for? He goes, I don't know, just, just because. I said, okay, is that all? Just 100? And, uh, but, uh, you know, my dad, he'll come, he'll come down, and he'll see something around the house that maybe needs fixing or something that we could use. Next thing you know, he's coming back from the store with it. Hey, I, I, I saw you could use this. <laughs> they were out of hand soap. Uh, we're out, and I don't think we were out. We had some in the cabinet, but there was none on the counter. And so my dad drove to Fred Meyer. He came back. And he put three on this side of the sink, three on this side of the sink, one on every shelf of the sink. He put went in the bathroom, put three or four in the bathroom on every sink. And on the, I mean, he loaded soap up everywhere. He goes, now, next time I come, I hope to have some soap. And, uh, but he, he does that stuff. He'll come, uh, 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 he'll, he'll go grocery shopping for himself because he don't want to eat our food. And uh, he, so he goes, he buys a bunch of extra stuff and brings it over and gives it to the kids and things. And just all these little things that he'll do. He'll be going through his garage and say, hey, I, 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 I had this. I thought you might want it. Would you like to have this? I'll bring it next time I come. Or he'll be at the store and say, hey, they had some tools over here. Uh, one time he got me gear wrenches. He said, they had a sale on gear wrenches. And I bought myself a pack. I bought you a pack too. 
Uh, I've taught, my dad does this stuff all the time. You go to my garage, my garage is loaded with tools and things. I don't even know how to use half of them. Uh, that's evident by the scar on my arm from my bandsaw. But, uh, uh, there's, uh, I, but most every tool I have, my dad bought it for me. I have a welder, my dad bought it. I have another welder, my dad bought it. I have a plasma cutter, my dad bought it. I mean, everything I own, my dad's given it. Don't come to ask me to use my plasma cutter. Don't you do it. Uh, that thing. And uh, now, but the, the, why? Why? He doesn't do it for anybody else because of the relationship. My, my dad and my brother are not on very good terms per se. They don't have that relationship. I don't remember the last time my dad's ever sent him money. Don't remember the last time my dad's, I don't know of a time that in, in years, years, I'm talking eight, 10 years that my dad's done anything like that for him. Now, why? The relationship is broken. Now, when you have the right relationship with God, God's going to say, oh, you're hungry? Let me, have somebody, let me have somebody buy you a pizza and send it to you. Oh, you're, hey, oh, oh, you're kind of thirsty? I'll tell you what, I'll lay on somebody's heart to stop, stop by and grab you a Coke on the way to work. Oh, yeah, oh, you're running low on gas? I'll tell you what I'll do. I, I know a guy who didn't have much money, and he was low on gas. But he was, a, he was a good man and a godly man. And uh, gas was running about three bucks a gallon. And he, he was, didn't have but a few dollars on him. And he pulled up to the gas station. And gas was 50 cents a gallon. This was a couple years ago. He said 50 cents a gallon. He put it in there. He filled his car up. Filled it up. It cost him, you know, 10 bucks or something. Eight bucks. Filled his car up. He got on the phone and called his wife and said, Man, you, need to get, you need to get down here Looked up and the price changed back to three dollars. I'm not lying. I'm telling. I'm telling. You, listen, I'm not preaching. I'm telling the truth. And uh, but and listen, it's. Uh, I'm saying those are blessings. God gives blessings, and that's where you want to stay is in that position where God can bless you, because God will and He does those things he'll bring things that you would like to have or desires or needs and he drops them in your lap listen because of the relationship as his child if the relationship is good you want God's blessings you better get in good with God have a good relationship with him hey my dad wouldn't put an extra hundred bucks in my account if I never talked to him but I call him every day hey maybe I'll call your father every day Number three, number three, go, go to Malachi. Oh, I just said Malachi, and a bunch of you just got upset, started blushing. And Malachi chapter three. If you're not sure where that is, find Matthew, the first book of the Old Testament, and go backwards about two pages. Malachi chapter three. See, if you want to be blessed, you got to stay in the way, you got to be blessable. And you can't be blessable living in sin. You can't be blessable without a relationship. Number three, Malachi chapter three. Look at verse eight. Where's my water? Oh. <laughs> Malachi chapter three, verse eight. Will a man rob God? Oh, now you get it. Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. 
bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now here with, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a what? A blessing. Hey, listen, you want, you want blessings? You got, you're not blessable if you're not tithing. You're not tithing. And the tithe is a lot more than, well, I'm just a, a money-hungry preacher. No, it's a money-hungry God. Better yet than that, it's a faith-hungry God. God's not, God does not need your money. He, doesn't need, he, he owns it all. He owns it all. You know, the offerings are low. How do we make ends meet? I go to the mailbox and open the mailbox and somebody put it in an envelope of $1,000. Don't have a clue who it's from. How do you make ends meet when the offerings are low? I get the bill for electricity and it says uh, zero balance. How do you make ends meet when the offerings are low? Um, I beat up Alan and steal his wallet. Uh, uh, you know, it just happens. Listen, listen to me. It just happens. God don't need your money. But God needs your faith. And you need your faith. And God said, you want my blessing? It's hard to bless somebody who's constantly robbing you. If there's somebody that every time you invited them over to your house, they came to your house and they went to the house and stole stuff. Are you going to bless them? Are you going to go do something extra for them? Are you going to buy them a special gift? Are you going to think about them and drive by their house and drop something off because you thought about it? No. Why? They already got your stuff. See, God, if you want God's blessing, you better take the 10% that belongs to God and give it to God. You give it to God. Keep yourself in the way of blessings. Get this. Okay, so we go to California. And, uh, uh, and I, I use that because that was a few weeks ago, the most recent thing. But uh, so many little blessings, you know. We're at McDonald's. And, uh, of course, you're, we're on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, things, things change. Do you know, I, I heard that where the Super Bowl is, I heard that hotel prices are running $2,000 a hotel room. Sleeping in my car, uh, $2,000. What is wrong with you? And uh, uh, because they jacked the price up, you know, supply and demand. You know, you go to McDonald's on Hollywood Boulevard, they ain't no dollar menu. You know, that, that's gone. So we go to McDonald's there and, uh, to get a, get a drink and, uh, and uh, we're standing there and, and there's a $20 bill laying on the floor right in front of the cash register. And uh, the old lady bent over to get it and I knocked her out of the way and got it. And, uh, but uh, but uh, hey, the blessings, the blessings. So the kids, they were telling somebody one day, they were telling the kids about uh, uh, California, like, oh, we got this, we have free world, sea world for free, and, and we found this, and then this happened, and, and we went on a tour that was supposed to be like $300, they gave it to us like 60 bucks, and I mean, all these different blessings, and this person said, well, don't you think you ought to buy instead of getting things for free? Don't you think you should, you should have to pay for it like everybody else? And they said, those are just blessings from serving God. <laughs> Get this, listen to me, listen to the statement, listen to the statement. You, as a Christian, have the same blessings as the world. The only difference is the world has to pay for theirs. I see world just like all those other fools did. But they had to pay for their ticket. I went to McDonald's just like all those other idiots did. But I, I didn't have to pay for my meal. I got a $20 bill on the ground. I'm saying that the world, they'll get the same blessings, but they have to purchase their blessings. Now, listen, 
But the untithing Christian will have to pay for his blessings too. Say, so well, I don't tithe, I'm still making it. Sure you are. And you need to get in the sea world. She's so tired of hearing about SeaWorld. That's why I keep using it. And, uh, say, well, I got tires. On, I don't tithe. I got new tires on my car. Yep, it cost you 600 bucks. And you didn't get rims. What I'm saying is, when you tithe, you keep yourself in a blessable path. Number four. Number four. Boy, take your Bibles and go to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Why else, or how else do we hinder the blessings of God? Go to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. And look at verse number 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. God said the world will give it back to you. Man, you give, God's going to give it back to you. You give, a, you give a, a, a bucket full, God will give you a bucket full back. But his bucket full is going to be shaken down, pushed down, squished together, packed full, running over the top. He's going to give back to you. For the same measure that ye meet with all shall be measured unto you again. How do we lose these blessings? Get this now. We lose or hinder God's blessings by us not being a blessing. God has very little interest in selfish people. And self-centered people. You want the blessings of God? Then when you can help somebody, help them. When you can be a blessing to somebody, bless them. I'm not saying you walk down the street and say, okay, I got another, I got $1 left, I'll have to give it away. I'm not saying you give everything you own away. I'm saying that when the opportunity comes for you to be a blessing to somebody and it's legitimate and it's obvious that God wants you to be a blessing. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. You see a teenager and, uh, and they're not going to eat a teen activity because they have the money and another teenager has an extra five bucks. Give them the five bucks. It's when you when you see somebody in the parking lot and they're trying to and they, and they got their hood up and jumper cables to their car and they're standing like this, their jumper cables in the hand, and you go by and go, oh, it's cold outside. I'm saying, if you can be a blessing, be a blessing. It's when you see a need and you can fulfill it, fulfill it. If you know somebody's struggling, help them. If you see somebody needs some food, buy them a little food. You go by a, 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 a bus kid's house or a teenager and you, you understand and realize they're struggling or they don't have much money or have, hey, and you can give them, give them a little something. I'm saying God, God said, if you'll be a blessing, I'll be a blessing back. Give and it shall be given unto you. You want, you want God's blessing? Then you be a blessing to somebody else. And you know what? There's an old story. The kid goes, the kid went into a, a, a store. Uh, with his with his with his mom and and uh, years ago and had all those little glass candy jars lined up and uh, this little kid goes over there and the owner said go ahead son he said uh, he said you got any money and he says no he said I'll tell you what son go ahead you just pick whatever you want and you reach in and get yourself a handful and boy the kid found one he liked and he looked at his, and the owner says that the one you want he said I like that one and the guy took the lid off and said put your hand in there and get a get a hand and the kid just stood there. He's like, come on, son, go ahead. Don't be shy. Reach in there and get it. He just stood there. The guy said, I'm not going to charge you for it. Uh, I, it's free. Go ahead. Put your hand in there and get some. 
Get a handful. The kid just stood there and looked at it. He said, I'm not going to charge your mom and dad. I'm not going to put it on their tab. This is free just for, go ahead, take some. And the kid just stood there. Finally, the owner reached in and got a handful. He said, here, son. He gave it to him. Kid smiled real big. The guy said, why didn't you reach in there and get it? The boy said, because your hand is bigger than my hand. <laughs> you know what? Hey, when you give and God gives it back to you, his hand's bigger than your hand. And he'll give it back to you. And you don't have to worry about it. You'll be surprised. All those, all those things that you, I can't afford it because I got this happen and that happened. You'll be surprised how many things fall away. How many things in your life just work out when you're not living in sin. When you have a relationship with God. When you are tithing. And when you're being a blessing to others. Number five. How else do we hinder the blessings of God? By not being a soul winner. By not being a soul winner. John 15, 16, he said this, Ye have not chosen me, but I've chosen you, that you should go forth, or that you should bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give it unto you. He said, I've called you to bear fruit, and you go tell the gospel, and whatever you need, let me know. Let me know. So, Somebody comes by and you ask somebody to do a job at your house. You say, I got a problem. I need you to, I need you to, to fix something in my house or to build something. And then what do you say? Whatever you need, let me know. Boy, I got to have a certain tool. Okay, let's go get it. Well, I have to, I have to get this. Okay, let's go take care of that. Well, boy, I'm in a, hey, you hungry? I'll be by your lunch. I'll bring you a Coke. Why? Because I've given you a job to do, and if you're doing that job, ask what you need to accomplish that job, and it's yours. Your boss at work gives you a job to do. He says, hey, I need you to take care of this. What do you need to do it? And God said, I've told you to preach the gospel to every creature. I've told you to take it and tell the whole world about my son. Now you tell me, what do you need to carry that out? Well, God, it's hard for me to get to the church because I need new tires in my car. Good, God said, here you go. And, and, and God, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm not feeling too well today. I'm getting kind of sick, and, and I don't want to call. I think I'm just calling because of the Super Bowl. And, uh, and I, would you help me feel better? And God says, here you go. And he says, I'll tell you what, Lord, I, I, I'd like to be a blessing here, but I, I ain't got the, the money. I really want to help. If you'll give it to me, I'll help this individual. God said, here you go. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Why? He said, if you are doing my work, he said, then ask what you will, and it shall be done how God takes care of his laborers he'll give you what you need if you're busy doing God's work you want God's blessing get busy soul winning you use your car for soul winning and see how much longer your car lasts huh you get busy soul winning you get hungry uh, I, I love uh, an old illustration but I love it I was out one day I was busy boy, I was busy 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 I I was starving. I didn't have time to stop and eat. And I was, uh, 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 I had several appointments that I was going soul winning. And, I, and I, I was just so hungry. I said, but God, I just don't have time to eat. And I, I had just ran an errand at the uh, Midtown Mall, not the Sears Mall. And, uh, and I was leaving there and, and I ran car to get my next appointment. And there in the middle of the parking lot, there's a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich. Man, I reached up and grabbed that thing and wolfed it down on my way to my next appointment. And I uh, had some blood on it and a couple bites. I don't know what happened. Anyway, it was, 
I'm just, it was, it was brand new, still in the package. You know, I'm just saying, listen, God, God takes care of you. God takes care of you. He'll give you those other, I came out of Walmart the other day, walking to my car, and there it is in the middle of the, a, middle, a brand new soda. Had not the lid open yet, brand spanking new. Those blessings that God does for us. I'm not kidding you. I have parked my car at Walmart before on empty and came out and the gas tank was full. I'm not kidding you. And uh, I'm saying, listen, uh, you just get busy doing for God and being a soul. Number, number six, last of all, I'll be done. We lose or hinder God's blessings because we get out of the way of God's blessings. Old illustration, and I'll be done, but it illustrates it so perfectly. God has a will for your life, and God has a path he wants you to walk. And this is that will of God for your life. Now, on that will of God, guess what? You're going to have problems. You're going to have problems along your way. And uh, uh, now, Chris, I would ask you to stand up if you would here. Uh, I, I, got, I got real sick and couldn't afford to go to the doctor. Uh, but but he's, a, he's a doctor, and, and, and God had him ready. He had to give me some free medical attention. And then, shut up. Now, you stand up, Sydney. And, or not Sydney. Oh, I'm so... Cynthia. And uh, no, uh, uh, Sydney. No, uh, yeah, Sydney, your sister, Cynthia. I'm sorry. And uh, so, shut up. I'm talking. And, uh, and so, I, I'm, a, I'm a boy at my, uh, uh, my, my car breaks down and I need help with my car. And so, God has provided the answer here. And, and, uh, and, and she had uh, mechanics available to take care of my car. And then, and then that's the one. And, and I was, uh, boy, I was low on rent money and I needed some extra money. But, but God had him ready. He was just going to come by and give me an extra hundred bucks. And, uh, and, uh, and come here, Cortez. And Cortez, stand over here and stand up. And, and, uh, and over here, I had a, um, don't, don't, stand up. Stand up, stand up. So what's the matter with you guys? Uh, turn around. I didn't tell you to face that way. Face like that. And, uh, and Cortez here has, um, give me a problem. What, what, what answer problem? Yeah. I need shoes. I need a new pair of shoes. He has a pair of shoes right here. Now, now, now that, that, that's, here I am walking in the will of God. And walking in the will of God for my life, and as I come, oh man, I, I, I have a problem. My car, my car needs. Where's the car? No, my dog. Oh, I'm not feeling good. I need a doc. Hey, there's a doctor right there. Takes care of me. And then I leave. This, I'm driving. Oh, my car broke down. What am I gonna do? I, I don't have. Hey, there's a mechanic right here. And then, oh, I'm coming short on my rent money. And God said, there's your rent money right there. And, oh, man, I need a new pair of shoes. And there's my pair. Now, listen, in the will of God, you're going to have those needs. But as you walk in the bless, in the way of God's blessing, in the will of God, that's all right there. However, stay standing. If you're uh, in the will of God and you're walking your own path, you've got the same problems. I get sick. I get sick. Oh, no. I, what am I going to do? I'm sick. Now I got to find a doctor. I got to find a way to pay for it. I got to take care of it. I got to endure. And then, oh, I'm going a little further. My car breaks down, and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do. And, we, huh, and you have to find a way and battle a way through it and try to find a mechanic and make payments on it. And, and then, oh, my rent money. I, oh, I'm going to pay my rent. And next thing you know, you're getting an eviction notice. You're living in a car for a month trying to save enough money to get into another place. And, and oh, I need a new pair of shoes. And, and then along your way, you're complaining, saying, God, don't care. God doesn't love me. God doesn't give me what I need. Yes, he does. You're just not in the right path. You're outside the will of God. If you're getting God's path, the same needs are there, but the blessing is already in that path. Sit down. You guys can be seated. What I'm trying to say is, if you want the blessing of God, you can't hinder the blessings of God. You cannot hinder 
the blessings of God. How do you hinder them? Sin. Living in sin. Some of y'all leave this place and straighten up. Straighten up. Go home and say, God, I'm, I'm I having your blessing in my life. I'm getting that sin out of my life. There's some of you that you've let sin creep in, and I can name it, but I'll embarrass you. And you'll leave getting mad at me and say, you're preaching at me. Get rid of that sin in your life. Number two, a lack of relationship. Spend time. Hey, when's the last time you called your heavenly father? Spend some time with him. Relationship. You lose it by not tithing. By not tithing. So I haven't been tithing for years. I still make it. Yeah, and you buy your blessings and you squeak by. Why don't you try tithing and let God do some pretty supernatural things and you walk around and say, wow, look at that. Hey, look how that happened. That's amazing how that worked out. I can't believe this. The blessings are there. You hinder it because you're self-centered and you don't want to help anybody for anything else. If it doesn't benefit you, you won't have anything to do with it. We hinder the blessings of God because we're not going soul winning. We're not busy doing His work. Take your one-a-day tracks and pass them out. Let God know, but do my part. And then get in the will of God and stay in the will of God and don't leave that will of God. Because if you stay in the will of God, the blessings will be right there. Let's bow our heads together, please. Heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Nobody's looking.